0: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about why we need to avoid avoiding I hope that you're going to follow me on this. It is uh, important for us to remember and to actually notice that one of the biggest problems with um, anxiety and uh, anxiety disorders, the whole, the whole uh, array of them, is that we are avoiding feeling anxious. Our attempt to avoid feeling anxious is is what keeps us stuck. I know I talk about this in many different ways. So I'm hoping that one of these ways that we come around and about with it will really hit home with you. You know, we all learn differently and different things stick with us. So if you are thinking, why is she talking about this again? It's because it's so important. And I'm hoping that by revisiting it, or talking about it in a little bit of a different way, will help light the light Inside the brain. I hope that the light goes on and you go, Oh, because I want you to pay attention to when this happens to you. Notice, begin to notice when you are avoiding. So I was looking at some notes that I have from uh, working with a program that I did with Ron Siegel. He's a a PsyD and he uses a great example. He says, if, get, if I get anxious flying on airplanes or I become anxious making a video or speaking in public, but I fly in the airplane anyway, or I make the video or I do the speech, then I probably don't have an anxiety disorder I'm just an anxious guy. And I think this is a good time for me to mention again, the difference between being anxious in our lives and having what's labeled as an anxiety disorder, or calling ourselves having anxiety. The difference that I saw in my life was When I was dealing with what I called anxiety, I was really in a rough space. I was not able to do many things. I was avoiding things. I was afraid of things. I had physical symptoms. It wasn't just that I had an anxious feeling. To have an anxious feeling is to be human. So we want to remember that. When I talk about clearing anxiety, I'm talking about clearing living down the wormhole where you are always feeling stressed and always afraid and having what-if thoughts on a daily basis We all have anxious times. So just like he says here, just like Dr. Ron Siegel says here, he probably doesn't have an anxiety disorder because he could still fly in the plane, make the video or do the speech. He's just an anxious guy. So I hope you'll remember that so that you're not thinking that you will never have another anxious moment in your life. But the difference is when you have an anxious moment or you have an anxious time, things are happening in your life, causing that kind of level of stress. You don't go down the wormhole. You're still able to get through your days without physical symptoms, without what ifs taking over. Your sleep doesn't get disrupted. I mean, it's a really different way of living to have an anxious time and to be able to face it and deal with it versus having it become so big that all you can think of is get it away from me. Stop it now. I need to avoid this feeling at all costs. So that's what I want to keep talking about here a little bit. We tend to think that what we have to do is to get rid of the fear, right? In order to live our lives, I have to get rid of this fear. I have to become where I have no anxiety whatsoever. I am never anxious again. And I want to get rid of all these things that cause me this kind of fear rather than realizing that we can live our lives. And that's actually going to make us able to tolerate the fear if we face these things that we are afraid of, if we can live by doing them. So we tend to think that what we have to do is get rid of the fear in order to live our life, rather than to realize that if we can live the life that's here right in front of us with all of its ups and downs, that that's actually going to make us able to tolerate all kinds of fears that much more readily. So if you can face them, if you can deal with them, you can keep going with all kinds of different fears. Another thing that I got from Ron was a story about an astronaut that somebody was interviewing an astronaut and he said to the astronaut, "You know, I don't get it. I never would have had the courage to go up in those untested rocket ships. I would have been terrified." And the astronaut said, "I don't think you understand courage very well. Courage isn't about not feeling fear. Courage is about doing what matters to you." doing what's meaningful, even as you feel the fear. And so that's what I want for you guys, is to know that you can have a fear, you can have the feeling, and you don't have to avoid it. You don't have to run away from it. The actual avoiding of those feelings and running away from those feelings is what is keeping us in the cycle. So what we want to be able to do, right, is to face the fears, to do the things that bring the anxiety up, and to be able to feel those anxious feelings. We are built as human beings to feel all feelings, not just the ones that we prefer, not just the happy feelings, not just the ones that we put in the good category. We want to pay attention to being able as a human to be able to deal and feel all the feelings. We can't just keep going for the quote of positive feelings. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? Code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Now, I know you guys have probably heard about the therapy, the ACT therapy. It's acceptance and commitment therapy, and um, it's it's mindfulness based, which is uh, why I really like it. And It has a phrase that they use in there. It says, if I continue to do what I've always done, then I'm going to get what I've always gotten. So if you keep running from your fear, you're going to keep getting what you get. And what is that? That's being stuck. That's being in the fear, anxiety, fear cycle. That adrenaline is going to keep running. The cortisol is going to keep running and you're going to get more symptoms again, right? And then we become afraid of those. You know, the cycle, I don't need to over, over explain it. And so, but just know that if you keep doing the things and meaning avoiding the things that frighten you or that cause you to have an increased heart rate or that cause you to have nervous feeling in your belly, that dropped feeling, just know that it's okay to feel those things. They don't harm you. They're just telling you that this has scared you in the past and you can look at it much more mindfully as you get stronger in your mindfulness techniques which is why we meditate. That's my little meditate part there for you. And you can look up, we have lots of um, podcasts on meditation if you need more information on that. So what we end up doing in our lives is playing it safe and our world gets smaller and smaller. And there's a method that people use trying to control their minds, right? And That is as dangerous as trying to avoid flying, trying to avoid driving, or in my case, trying to avoid elevators, taking six flights up to see my obstetrician. Really, I had to get over that one as I got more and more pregnant. But I'm telling you, I did not like those elevators. So I understand avoidance. We can do this same thing internally in our minds. What we're doing is we're suppressing thoughts and feelings that we are associating with being anxious. A lot of this, actually, we've been doing so long that it becomes a habit and we are not even noticing it. So this is where we have to, once again, slow things down, pay attention. And again, this is a great reason to meditate, to learn, to be with your own mind and your thoughts and your feelings in a safe and comfortable, predetermined amount of time and just deal with it, right? And this is great practice because the more you do that on the cushion, the more you can do it out in your life when things just arise. We often can see when we're avoiding things externally like the flying or the driving or my elevator example, public speaking and so on, but we often miss the inner avoidance of feelings. We often think that we're just fine and but we could be squashing down all kinds of emotions and feelings. And again, I'm going to use that beach ball example for you. If you are pushing a beach ball under the water, it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of effort to keep these feelings and emotions pushed down and out of our way. And eventually they pop up and they often pop up at the most inopportune moments. So let's deal with them as they come up. Let's not be burying these things and having them pop up when we least expect them to thought suppression um is a is a problem we a feeling of suppression and when we consciously try to block out a thought from our mind it tends to occur more frequently and more vividly and I know you've experienced this if I were to tell you to not think about flying pigs you would think of flying pigs and you're probably going to think about them again as we're going through this we can't push things away. We have to just deal with it. When a thought comes up that, and a feeling comes up that we don't want, we can just acknowledge it. It doesn't have to be good or bad. We don't need to put a label on it or judge it, but we can acknowledge it. And just by seeing it and acknowledging it, we are actually making some progress. Thoughts and feeling avoidance um, or suppressing thoughts and feelings comes in a lot of different, really tricky ways. It can be watching too much television. Now we all watch a program or a Netflix or something, but over television, over shopping, over surfing the internet and uh, Googling things or t- over texting or talking on the phone. Other ones are like too much cleaning of your house. Overeating, over drinking, drugging, all those things. But the classic ones are t- workaholism, just knowing that I feel comfortable at work, so I'm just going to keep working. Or I'm comfortable at work in my role as a, a worker, or as the boss, whatever you are. And so I'm just going to stay there because I don't want to deal with the things, the relationships, the uh, other things in my life that bring up difficult emotions. I want to tell you, it's okay to feel the difficult emotions. You don't have to keep suppressing them. So of course, there are endless activities that we can do to suppress or to take our attention out of the mind and body and go into some form of entertainment or uh, avoidance. And while these things seem to work in the short run, they bring us away from our whatever we were thinking or feeling, but it is like suppressing. And so what we've done is we've distracted ourselves, then we don't actually get to whatever is really going on. And I want you to pay attention to that. I talk a lot about the distractions that we don't want to take them on so close to our heart that they become props, that they are holding us up. You know, if you need to distract long enough to get yourself out of the uncomfortable elevator, I get it. Then get off the elevator, get to a safe place and actually feel those feelings. I get it. We do need to distract sometimes, but we do not want to distraction to become suppression. So if you have to distract momentarily um, because it helps you get through a meeting or driving somewhere or that airplane ride, fine, but don't forget to feel the feelings that were coming up about that and feel them later or when you are safe let it really be felt and noticed. This is where your journal can be handy too, because you can actually get it out of you and onto paper and look at it with fresh eyes. There are also other ways that we can suppress or distract or uh, avoid, and that would be all different kinds of meds, right? We can talk about all the millions of different ways that you can self-medicate. You can be medicated by your physician. We're talking about everything from benzos to alcohol to illegal drugs, um, you know, or prescription drugs. Just have to be honest with yourself. Am I avoiding or do I need this? Right. And only, you know, and this is where self-honesty is really going to come in handy. It's hard to look at sometimes, but it really will set you free to be able to start looking at what's actually happening, feeling what's actually happening and avoid the avoiding. Anxiety management and control strategies are talked about a lot, a lot of different places. And a lot of the things that I talk about are some distraction strategies, like I said, to get you out of a very tough predicament or situation, or to hold you over until you can actually dive into and feel the feelings. But you want to be careful that anxiety management, I get a lot of clients who have been managing their anxiety for years, decades, and they feel horrible. It hasn't gotten better. And these control strategies actually feed the fear They shrink our lives and they cause us to suffer. So I really hope that we can begin to look at avoiding as not a good thing. It's feeding the fire of anxiety. So a mindfulness approach is what we want to take, and we want it to be that our goal is to increase our ability to be able to feel the fear. Right. Not to avoid it. We want to increase our ability to feel the fear. And I have to tell you, this is such an inspiring way to live to be able to know that you could feel the fear and keep going. It's going to set you free and it's going to be like a snowball going down the hill because once you get started on it, you're going to go and feel more and more and more. That snowball just keeps getting bigger. So just know that is the goal is to increase our ability to be able to feel the fear. Because when we start to avoid the avoidance strategies and turn our attention to actually feeling the fear and all the other feelings that come along, that in the long run is what leaves us feeling less anxious. It, I know it seems counterintuitive to think that I'm going to feel fear and that's going to make me feel less fear, but it does. You really have to experiment with this yourself and see that not only will you feel less fear, but your life and your world is going to expand. So take a moment and see, I'm going to give you a couple little quick practices here. I don't want this show to go too long and make a list in your journal of things that you avoid you know maybe you're avoiding feeling certain things maybe you're avoiding doing certain things make the list put it in your journal and notice another thing that you want to be able to notice is that are you doing subtle things like worrying so that you don't have to feel a bigger fear i did this i would worry over smaller things so that i didn't have to pay attention to the bigger thing that was going on we all do this. It's human nature, but you don't want to make this be your life. You want to look and see, am I worrying about something small so that I don't have to feel a bigger issue that I am afraid of? And so write them down. You know, I always love to have you put it in your journal. So journal your list of things that you're avoiding. And then I also want you to journal what anxiety is costing you because when you start to see these things that you're avoiding you're going to start to see that those avoiding those things has cost you and when you see it on paper you're going to be able to actually take it to heart and say i can do this I don't have to keep running away from these things. I don't need to manage my anxiety anymore. I can face it and keep going. So I want you to ask yourself, what did you give up? Put it in your journal. What did you lose by avoiding all of those things on your avoidance list? And in closing, mindfulness practices can be used to face the existential realities that make us scared. Makes us all scared to think about these things, guys. You are not alone. But basically, the reality that everything in life changes, everything that has come about will go away. We will have to face death and ourselves and others, our loved ones, illness, old age, and loss. All of these things are inevitable, and somehow we learn to live in a universe, which is not under our control. And we can hold both of those things. We can hold the fact that we don't have control over these things. And we can't change these things that are all going to happen to all of us. But that we can be at peace with the moments that we have right now. I hope this has been helpful for you guys. And now for today's quote. Pain in this life is not avoidable, but the pain we create avoiding pain is avoidable. And that's from R.D. Lang. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha.